What's up, people? Welcome back to Kickoff Sessions Podcast. You should know by now it's hosted by me, Darren Lee. If you don't and you're new, well, then you're very welcome. Today, I want to talk about something which is pretty irrelevant, I think. You know, we've all been working from home for over a year now, which is pretty crazy if you put into perspective, considering how it started off with we're going for six weeks and then a couple of months longer, and then it just kept on growing and growing. And during this period, even myself, my office setup, my whole kind of approach towards working from home has evolved constantly. You know, I've had to just kind of improve the whole kind of work experience. And it all kind of kicked off with really just like sitting in my bedroom or sitting in my kitchen, should I say, on the kitchen table, trying to just get some work done from my laptop with like chargers and everything just kind of all over the place and then it kind of naturally progressed to me trying to sort out like an office space and a routine and pretty much just like all the things you really need to and then after a couple of trial and error me trying to super glue a table from ikea together because i didn't really have any of the necessary tools i eventually put together a decent kind of well-rounded uh, office and was able to work at a good kind of quality throughout this time However, throughout this period, I've learned several things along the way, especially about my approach towards work, and not only approach towards work, just my general kind of approach towards work from home, and how this can be beneficial in many different ways. For the purpose of this exercise, I've used five lessons that I've learned over the last year. I use five because people like generally going with numbers, and they know where where they're going with it. So I wanted to pick five concise points as to what I had learned throughout the last year, and really my approach towards the next year, because working from home isn't actually going away anytime soon for the better in my opinion so as a result I've just tried to take a bit of a step back you know sitting in lockdown 4.5 or whatever we're at now at this stage you know it's given me even more time to reflect on the things that I've done and the things that I want to do so kick off one of the most important is output driven results when we first moved to work from home the consensus in the media or whatever was that management would be you know more worried that they couldn't see how much work we're contributing as well as it not being as transparent as being in an office and seeing Joe from fucking tax on his iPhone 3GS on Snapchat or some shit. So people felt that they would lose that kind of connection and also not be able to see someone's full output. However, in my own perspective, I've really seen the value in having just output driven results. What do I mean with that is how much work that can be produced versus how much work is you're seen to be producing. You know, when you're in the office, there's a lot of kind of water cooler conversations, which are beneficial for many different things. But ultimately, you know, there is a bit of delay. There's a bit of kind of procrastination with an office environment. Whereas you're working from home, it is all about how much work you can get done. Let's say you're a developer, you're working in different items you're working through. You can tangibly see that output and even if you're working something that's non-technical and that's completely unrelated you still have deliverables which you can identify clearly so in my own perspective it worked even better for me and for people that I was working with because there was even more visibility which is quite contradictory so you would assume that there's less visibility but in my own experience you've seen more visibility because we've been able to track progress of myself and of others so much more clearly with greater visibility than the actual opposite this has kind of created an atmosphere in my own kind of approach in terms of always working towards delivering output getting more and more done obviously there's a quality and quantity trade-off that's not what I'm kind of alluding to but it's essentially programmed into me from that when I'm working from home if I'm working nine ten hours from working on my podcast it's often about okay can I what am I doing now to get that thing get that item get that whatever it is just finished in this cycle or period which has led to a higher level of productivity in my experience and in my opinion because I Again, we have to show our tangible output, which you wouldn't naturally think that this was going to happen from the outset. 
The second thing, and one of the most important, is the actual value of time effectiveness. We all know that when we went working from home that everyone was saying, okay, the commute is great, we save time on that commute, but ultimately it's not just about the commute. It is all of the hours that are involved in going into from an office and using this time effectively to create value elsewhere. Now, again, you can use this time, which was in the morning, to just lie in bed and take it easy, which again has many benefits. But from my own experience, when you're involved with going to an office every day for five days a week and on reflection, I looked at where was the cracks in my week? Where was it that I was overspending time on stuff that I could have used so much more effectively? And it's not just being in the office or commuting to the office. This is much broader than that, which involves all of the stuff that's that is required to work in an office. For example, if you're like preparing your meals, which is something that you know, as being highly structured, I try to do. So if I was preparing all my food, preparing all like my shirts, all that kind of stuff, or even if it's just essentially just your gym clothes for the morning. This eats into valuable, valuable time that could be used elsewhere. And I've been able to transfer this time into having real close, deep work in other areas. It could be my podcast or having that extra time for work in the morning or the evening or subsequently exercise, which again, people would not assume you think that, okay, because I work from home and a lot of the gyms are closed, we can't exercising as well. Whereas now you actually have a broader time. You have more times essentially awake. The perfect example for this is a Sunday. Usually a Sunday would have been traditionally extremely hungover from going out the night before, being out, coming home at like four o'clock in the morning, and then I would be dreading Monday morning because it would be a combination of trying to get my like essentially just week prepared, whether it's through your food, through like clothes, whatever it is. And then you actually have this entire day where you've really achieved pretty much fuck all because you're just preparing for next week, which is also pretty valuable and important. But ultimately and fundamentally, you're actually getting nothing done in that period which is actually productive in contrast now how this has kind of worked around was that i have a full day of work on sunday which i'm able to put into my podcast put into my own work if needs be but what's really valuable here is that i have the choice i have the choice to be able to think a little bit deeper about what i want to do or have a bit more clarity because i have essentially a longer time period again you may not want to work on a saturday or sunday that's completely fair but then this time can be used for different things it could be putting that time into exercise putting that time into reflection to writing to reading pretty much anything but knowing the value in your time is so much more substantial than when you're going between different tasks and you're just trying to essentially coexist and that was a big issue I used to have with when I was working was because you know you're sorry when I was working I'm still working but I mean when I was in the office because you're moving so quickly all the time and it's always about progressing and you know getting here and doing this and doing that and there's this event on is that event on whereas you're not really taking any bit of time to actually like reflect and make any changes because you have to be a certain place at every time and when you're a certain place at every time you don't really get see the value in kind of changing or making that kind of minute adjustments which you need to do along the way this has proved to be like hugely valuable now as a result again taking this structured approach i've been able to break up my day into you know morning sessions middle day sessions evening sessions and even after finishing work, if I wind down and go for a walk, which I want to discuss about later in terms of exercise, but now I can switch into another mode. So 
traditionally i'm getting no more than two hours of podcasting done a day which will be done at night generally and knowing the value of this time and being able to use it effectively has been hugely valuable and another massive benefit from working from home the third point is the necessity of intrinsic motivation traditionally when you're in an office people would have said it's better because it focuses you and motivates people around you and things like this when that has its benefits from some aspects such as like working with people or inverted commas collaboration but having said that I often have found now that I don't exactly need external factors to motivate me in terms of like you know like the company or whatever the broader kind of picture is when you're at home it's you know often me myself and I I need to understand the value in working as a whole and be able to motivate myself to do something at a very very high level that works in terms of leadership styles as well because people say well it is well discussed that like standing over you leadership doesn't necessarily work and when you're at home you actually have a lot more flexibility you have a lot more autonomy in your work which again leads to just you looking inside and being like okay i actually can do this to a high level i can work through a really difficult problem and basically you're essentially doing this on your own accord some people might have seen that quote from elon musk that was on clubhouse recently and it was like someone said to him what would you say to motivate someone to become an entrepreneur and he was saying if you need motivation then don't become an entrepreneur and it's very applicable to working from home as well. Obviously, we don't have our own companies, but it's the same premise. You shouldn't really need someone to kind of, kind of like pull you along. You should just kind of want to do it or see some value in it or see some future in it at least. And when you're at home, same spot, day in, day out, doing the same shit. I found that I've often found the motivation to work on this and find that kind of purpose, which was indirectly given to me from working from home. That's kind of an obscure kind of point, but it really kind of happened to me over the last year because you had all this extra time. You're literally sitting in your room or you're sitting in the kitchen or your laptop's on your lap and you're like, is this really the best thing that I could be doing? Is this the best thing for my time? And having that foresight, having that reflection on an ongoing basis, I don't mean like every day, but I just mean like every once in a while, could be monthly, bi-monthly, is that even a word? I don't know. (laughs) That is hugely valuable and something that I've learned as well big time over the last year. The fourth point and one of the most important is the importance of side gigs. Having that second thing, whether it be a pastime, a hobby, an interest, just something that is different than working. I feel this is so, so crucial and it's something that I've only seen over the last couple of months, not even the last year, so I'm not going to pretend like it's been super important to me. Well, I have been working on different things in the last year from early 2020, but again, not to the same amount as I am on podcasting at the moment. But fundamentally, the point here is the importance of doing something which demands mental energy. This is something that just grabs your attention and that is completely different than your day job. But again, it makes you focus, grabs your attention, allows you to go through that kind of self-improvement process. Now, I hate saying that word but that's essentially what it is. And this again inspires creativity because I think when you're working so much on your day job and let's say you're just driven on like output, so output driven results, or you're just really focusing on the next task, often I felt that your creativity isn't exactly used. You're just trying to do it as best you can for the thing that you're working on right now. But often the creativity aspect is gone. And again, that's fair because it's not exactly like you're you're trying to be creative in, in that instance. But now that we work from home and we're not really like moving around as much, we're not really trying different things, keeping that element of creativity is just so crucial. And that's what side gigs and side hustles, side jobs, whatever you want to call it, gives you. 
it's also really enjoyable as well when you know you've been working really hard during the day or during the week and now you want to do something else that's kind of for yourself now again working is also for yourself in general but when you have something that's on the side and this could be anything this could also just be reading it could be just something kind of chill but when you have something that's for yourself it really inspires creativity but as well as that just the ability to work through something that's very personal to yourself and what I think is really cool is that there's often tangible benefits to this that you can see and you can work back on. So when I started podcasting, I never really knew where it was going to go or how it was going to go. And it's obviously still in like super early infant stages. But again, not having all the answers when, when you're doing something, just kind of figuring it out as you go is the joy in doing a lot of this stuff, is the joy in doing something on the side because it's not always about like, oh, I need to have it exactly like this and to get a revenue stream from it. That's not what you're doing it that's not why you want to do something on the side it's purely because it's something that you're interested in something that you enjoy and that gives you that extra dimension to your life because you know we all just don't want to be that work person you know <laughs> again there's nothing wrong with it but it's nice to have a, a second element to your character to have something that you can constantly develop on yourself and again is not something that's super pressuring and it's just more so for yourself than anyone else then it's cool, you know, in a couple of months or a couple of years, if you if you can keep it up because you enjoy it, and to look back on something that you've built and be like, okay, this is pretty cool. The objective of side gigs like isn't necessarily to become like super famous or make loads of money or do something that you'll get loads of like admiration from by others. It's often just because it gives you that extra element of character and it's something that you can constantly develop throughout time. Final point number five is how crucial separation and detachment is and what i mean by this is true physical exercise and as well as i just said for point four that has mental energy exertion this is around physical exertion now we all know that fitness is good for you exercise is good for you and we all know that i'm always banging on about it and i'm always talking about training and nutrition and shit like that that's you know apparent and we all kind of know that but what really kind of has come to the forefront and what I've learned so much over the last year is how vital it is to incorporate physical exercise or just a physical output that's not really taxing on your body throughout the day throughout the week when you're working from home and it's raining outside and it's like really shit you're sitting at your desk for nine hours a day your desk is four feet from your bed you have literally burned no calories you've literally had no detachment from your work you've just been in this like ecosystem of like microsoft word or whatever the fuck you use and as a result you never really see the value in detachment and then this has placed a huger emphasis on being able to separate from it. And I think the only good way to do this is to separate it through physical exercise. And what I mean by this is even a morning routine. So traditionally, I will train in the morning, not because I'm trying to you know, get ahead and work harder than you, bro, and all that vibes, just because that I like to free up the evenings in terms of being at the podcast, being able to just like, I don't know, go on FaceTime or some shit, you know. But in the morning, having that early morning routine of physical exercise just for me just prepares me so well for work because i'm not waking up and thinking oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck i gotta go to work i gotta go to work i'm training i'm resting i'm getting into like this essentially work mode but i have just had this detachment previously and then after i'm finished training after you shower get ready have your breakfast you're ready to do this thing for the day alternatively if you don't like training in the morning even just going for a walk in the morning just prepares yourself so much more and you come back and you're just like okay now i can just actually do things you know and one of my recent podcasts was with mark randall he was a trader for 40 years and he was saying that as a trader which is like high stress high pressure environment some of the best traders he saw 
had really really good morning routines whether it's just like walking exercising anything he could see it in himself over the last 40 years and that's pretty valuable however on top of that there's another area to this so it's not just about like the morning what i've often found is being able to detach midday generally if you're taking a break for like 45 minutes to an hour that period in the middle is so crucial for me to just get outside do like 4,000 steps which is like 25 30 minutes and in this period then i'm elevating my heart rate but i'm also able to just detach mentally again taking that one step further when i finish work it's the exact same premise again it's 35 40 minutes of walking maybe a little bit longer and then i have these three blocks now you may think this is kind of insane because there's like a lot of movement involved with this but for me it just works really well and not only does it work really well and i'm not just telling you what i just do for no apparent reason this has allowed me to focus so much more on the shit that i want to focus on when i have to do it so for example if i'm finishing work and my brain is like bleeding i'm so exhausted and if i just went for a small walk came back like made dinner i'm like rested ready to record a podcast ready to edit ready to do something but i can go again and i think that's like where the the value is being able to stop detach and then go again because like we all like hear the elon musk stories of him like up at like two o'clock in the morning like working and like if he can do that fucking fairfox that's class whatever but like for the majority of people my output is like two hours at a time break two hours at a time then like a longer period in between i'm moving from different tasks like, i can't close down my work laptop open up my personal laptop to like record a podcast within like 20 minutes just can't do it um uh, haven't been able to do it haven't been able to do it when i was younger with studying as well just not really that feasible therefore over the last couple of months i've learned the benefit of just taking that extra bit of time to just try and separate and detach myself from that current task before moving on to my next task and it's worked out pretty well to round up these are my five learning lessons from working from home for the last year you know it's worked out reasonably well there's probably gaps in it there's probably ways you can improve it and there's probably ways that you're doing it better but fundamentally we all find our own pattern we all find our own just day-to-day's activities that suits us better than someone else someone may listen to this and think you know what fucking hell i wouldn't do any of that shit or i don't think like that and that's completely fair these are just my thoughts and my thoughts are just personal to me Going forward though, I want to again implement the same general strategy for the next couple of months. Like as you said, you know, this isn't going away anytime soon. So having that general approach is pretty valuable to me. And if it has any bit of benefit to someone else, that's also great on my end. So I'm going to stop pretty much talking now because I've been talking for quite a long time. But if you enjoyed the podcast, I really appreciate it. If you can help me push it out to something like Instagram, that would be sick just to create some additional traction, which is actually really beneficial. It actually works pretty well. Would you be surprised? People generally listen to my shit then, which is quite surprising. <laughs> Other than that, um, thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Much more episodes coming down the road. You know, the last couple of months have been pretty good in terms of content. Hopefully it's been somewhat valuable for people in terms of response. People have actually quite enjoyed it in terms of engagement and my guests as well have been constantly improving enjoying their experience on the show as well so that's the whole thing around it i hope that like you're actually learning some shit and i'm just not like wasting 30 minutes of your time or however long this was so until the next episode i would just say thank you once again and i will speak to you soon